So, folks, in today's episode, I just want to bring in my little buddy here, Mark Levin. And on his program, going back just very recently, he was lamenting about the fact that we've never helped pay for child care before. And I'm talking about the the portion of Biden's infrastructure plan, the people infrastructure plan, if you will, where Biden is planning to actually help families with the cost of child care. And Mark Levin just thinks this is terrible. He'll go on about it. He rants about it. He'll blame future inflation on it, today's inflation on it. And it's in its insanity. We just can't let this kind of stuff go unchecked, folks. And um, I don't know. I could be doing a lot of other things. And why I'm fighting, you know, people like this is because they're flat out wrong about it. I'd rather spend my time explaining why these people are absolutely ass backwards than sit and watch Rachel Maddow, for example, which I'll do later anyway. But uh, here he is, folks. Have a listen to this. Big progress. And boy, if they get what they want, imagine what that will look like. Representative Mikey Sherrill, Democrat, New Jersey, on MSNBC today. Cut for a go. You know, you were talking about the jobs numbers. Something that no one seems to be talking about, and I didn't hear it from your panel, is how bad those jobs numbers were for women. Yeah. We have seen again and again and again how bad our jobs numbers are for women. And I have heard the same thing that your panelists kind of alluded to from people in my district, employers who can't find a place. Oh, people are being paid to stay home. And I said, well, that ends, right? That ended in September. But let's see, because I have to tell you, I'm a mom of four kids. And And just one thing I'd like to add, folks, is that the federal unemployment benefit, when it ended, at least here in Iowa, the unemployment rate didn't get better. You don't hear him talking much about that anymore, do you? The the childcare hits that families are facing across this nation are going to make it hard for working parents to get back to work. And you know, you know, I'm so tired of hearing this. Like this is the only generation of women with children. Oh God, Mark, who work? Come on. My wife worked. Big deal. Has a long, illustrious career while she was raising children. My mother worked. Here we go. A wonderful career, too, while she was raising three boys. I'm sure. My mother's mother, my grandmother worked. Yeah, we she get was it. She a single mom. She was raising two daughters, and she owned a bar, and okay. she worked full time. What is it with this generation? What is it with this generation? Just because something never really worked before doesn't mean that we have to keep doing it that way. I mean, just because they could do what they did didn't make their life any better or easier, Mark Levin. So the one thing that I want to stress here, folks, is take a look at just how much money the average family is spending on child care. Now, this is coming to us from the Brookings Institution, highly credited. And it's from this report that was published on April 19th of 2018. So the data is a little bit old, but the point is still there. It's very current nonetheless. And the article is entitled, What is the Market Price of Daycare in Preschool? So have a look at this chart. So this is the annual price 
as a percent of family income. And this is the annual price of child care that they're talking about here. So just take a look at this. And it goes all the way up into the, the ultra wealthy. But the point I want to make here is that if you're making between twenty and thirty thousand dollars, the amount of money that the average family is spending on child care is twenty five percent of their income. If the family income is thirty to forty thousand dollars, it's seventeen percent. Forty to fifty, it's thirteen percent. Fifty to sixty, it's twelve percent. If you're making sixty to seventy-five thousand dollars in your family, it's averaging ten percent, and it goes way down. Obviously, if you manage to be making a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in your family, the average cost of childcare is seven percent. That's a lot of money for the not so rich to be spending on childcare, folks. And I guess my point here is that you can't look at a chart like that and not empathize with those families i mean you just can't i mean unless you've got a stone cold heart that has no blood coursing through it you can't look at that chart where those families are paying 25 or even 20 percent or 12 percent of their income and that's an average and not feel like they're getting pressured by this and then that's my point you know, despite what his family did, Mark Levin, his mother, his grandmother, you know, the whole family tribe, despite all of what they did, I mean, all of our families did the same damn thing, for God's sakes. They went through the same thing, Mark. They endured the same thing. So the fact that your family made it isn't unique to Mark Levin, okay? I mean, this happened all over the United States. That doesn't make it right. I mean, no family should spend 25 30% 20% or 15% on child care. I mean, that's money that's going right out the door. And don't even get me started on how the rich aren't paying their fair share anyway. And how the tax cuts and Jobs Act that Trump passed, you know, just benefited the rich and never trickled down. And there's so much that welfare under Trump that the rich and the, and the corporations got, Mark, the corporations that don't pay their fair share, don't, don't even get me started on this. I mean, the reality is that you have no empathy for the working class, and that's a problem. Folks, that is a major problem with Mark. The women aren't going to be able to get back to work unless they have child care? I'm sorry. I'm not buying that, and I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't care if you're tired of hearing about it, Mark. You know what the reality of it is here, folks? What mother, especially a single mother, I mean, how many of those those mothers rely on family? So they're not even in this chart, you know, because the grandparents are watching the kids. But for those families that work so damn hard, and let's say there's a husband and a wife, they're with kids and they're paying for child care do you know that there's a ton of families that aren't even on this chart where the wife can't even go to work because she won't make enough to pay for child care she's not even in the chart she's not even in your statistic mark they can't make enough to make it worthwhile what they would pay in child care is more than what she would make at her job i mean you don't get it it's a disconnect, folks. It's symptomatic with the whole Republican Party. That's the problem with these people. They don't get it. 
Now, um, it's my job and your job to subsidize child care for people so they can go work? Seems to me we're getting awfully soft here. That's not what Americans have done throughout our history. And, you know, like I said, folks, we live in a world where the fair, the rich don't pay their fair share in taxes, right? On top of all the corporate welfare. You know, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole on this. And then you've got somebody like Trump that sweetens the pot with the tax cuts for the rich. I mean, Mark, you're out of touch. And that's an excuse. No, it's not. We didn't have child care a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. These numbers are bad. They're very bad because of the spending and all the economic indicators. You have huge inflation. You have economic dislocation. You're now seeing shortages of everything as if we're the third world. This is what happens. You raise the price of gasoline and natural gas and oil. You what? When you choke off the American oil industry. You raise the price of gas. He, nobody raised the price of gasoline, Mark. You, you know how the market works, the free market economy. I mean, I don't need to spend a lot of time talking about the free market economy. I'm sure you get it. But you know what, folks? What they do is they bend the reality to fit their narrative. They bend the reality. And that's what he's doing here. Now, this is an article from CBS News. And it talks about why the price of gas is where it is. Okay. So, one of the things that we have going on here, we've got supply chain issues. We all know this. And not only that, folks, but look at what it says. Storms and hackers have shuttered production and transport of gasoline this summer with Hurricane Ida temporarily closing most oil production in the Gulf of Mexico and several big refineries. My God, that might have a little bit of an effect on the price of oil, Mark. What do you think about that? What about high demand? Americans are driving more than they were one year ago. Yeah, newsflash. Surprise. On top of that, we got low production, Mark. Energy economist Philip Verlegger said gasoline prices are being propped up by U.S. independent producers and OPEC members limiting their oil production. It's a free market economy. I mean, what am I missing here? It's Joe Biden didn't raise the price of gas, for God's sakes. I mean, there are factors involved here. I mean, anybody can Google this stuff. You know, this is insane, folks. I mean, this is, this is not rocket science. He's totally, totally missing the boat. And they do it on purpose. This is what happens when you go to a Marxist fantasy land. You oh, get God. shortages. Oh, you get economic dislocation. You Come get inflation on. and recession. This is exactly what happens. And you can't spend your way out of it. The more you spend, the bigger the hole you dig. Oh, God. It's not a That's cause the and effect. truth. Wrong. Now, you remember, prior to the virus, all the records that Trump was setting. So, folks, what he's trying to do, obviously, is link the price of gas going up with Biden and all of his policies. And I just explained. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. One of the things that's making prices go up across the board for stuff, and Mark, you can Google this too. I mean, it's out there. We've got logistical issues at all of the world's ports. We've got so many empty shipping containers in the United States that can't make their way back to China. 
and China can't produce enough shipping containers to get new stuff shipped out. I mean, that's that's a reality. Because of problems at the ports, working, getting things in, they, they've got too many containers here that they can't get back to China to get them full so that they can then come back to us. So this isn't a problem. And what he's trying to do is say, basically, that this is a classic inflationary problem brought to you by Joe Biden, where you have... Too many dollars chasing too few goods. And that's not what's happening here. I mean, this is not, the prices aren't rising because of that classic sense of inflation. Too many dollars chasing too few goods. It's not what's happening here. We've got supply chain issues. And again, what he's doing here, folks, is just bending the reality of the situation to fit his narrative. I mean, and, and he's doing what they do. This is what they always do. And I'm happy to point it out. With employment for women, employment for blacks, employment for Hispanics, employment for Asians, employment for all Americans. And the Democrats voted against his economic plan. They voted against it. Because it was trash. This they support. You want to create poverty? You want to create economic downturns? You want to weaken the currency, which means your take-home pay is wrong. less? No. As your bills get more and more expensive? No. Then vote Democrat. Wrong. You're wrong. You're because wrong. this is what they do. No, it isn't. I've said over and over again, when you kill the golden goose, you don't get any golden eggs anymore. I've just delinked all that crap, folks. This is obvious BS that he's pushing here. And that's the truth. No, it isn't. It's a lie. So these economic numbers are terrible. The inflation number is terrible. The price of goods and services going way up. Basics for the American people going way up. This is the guy who said he wasn't going to tax the middle class. Well, he's doing more than taxing the middle class. He's also taxing the poor. (laughs) Wrong. Absolute insanity. This kind of an economic model that they push doesn't work anywhere. It doesn't create the kind of wealth and opportunity and growth that a great nation needs. And folks, the economic model that we're talking about here, if it wasn't for Democrats, we'd have no Social Security, we'd have no Medicare, and we would have never had the Obamacare-Medicaid expansion that has helped so many people and saved so many lives. I mean, these things that we've done have not added to inflation, Mark Levin. They have not added one iota to inflation, but they've helped millions upon millions of Americans over decades and decades and decades. That's what you get when you've got a party that cares about the middle class. I'm saying they're not perfect. Democrats are not perfect. Republicans are abysmal right now. And they've, they've missed the ball so many times, folks, because what they're looking out for is themselves and the rich donors. And it's just insane that what Mark Levin is trying to do here is say that if we pay families for child care and help families for child care, which Joe Biden is trying to do, this is the kind of thing that's going to yield to runaway inflation. It's absolute insanity, Mark. But what Biden's planning on doing, if he can get this through, 
is going to be monumental if we can get it through. So, folks, I want to thank you for tuning in to my little buddy here, Mark Levin, and what he had to say. And we'll look for you next time. Take care.